Hello. Hi, John. Oh, hello, Merlin. How's it going? It's going pretty well. It feels like I haven't talked to you in a while. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot to catch up on. What have you been well, doing lately? Mm, eh, I'm all right. Mm. I'm all right. I'm all right. You know what? I'm great. Okay. 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 Great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against uh, against technology, even the podcasters must contend in vain. <clears throat> Speaking of technology, Bluetooth, you know my, com- my computer says that it's been four hundred and forty nine days since I had last backed up my computer. Your computer says that. Yeah, it's a, it throws up a little flag. Is that is that helpful? Uh, for the last four hundred and forty nine days, it has not been. No, mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a window that I ne- I wanted to close out, and it made me feel guilty, and it made me feel irresponsible, and I, it did not make me go buy a hard drive and begin the process. But the other day, I did buy a hard drive. I want to hear about that. I got an I, STGX I, I, 2000. Oh, you got the STGX. Is that right? STGX 2000400. So you wouldn't say 2400. You would say mm. STGX 2400. Well, it's a tonal language. Uh-huh. STGX. <laughs> um, oh, man. I got a lot of Bluetooth problems. STGX. Okay. Um, hard drive. Um that's so great. In the box. I, I, okay, I just also want to point out in passing, um, th- there are words that <clears throat> you know me. I like a word. Whew. I like a word. I like. I like a distinction. I don't and, know a guy um, that likes a word or a distinction more than you. Hmm, that might be accurate, but I don't know if it's correct. Okay. I, uh, I think that qualifies. It's, I know we don't say this anymore, but I, I think what, what you're getting there when it says it's been 449 days since you last backed up, I'm going to say that is a form of nagging. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you, I think nagging is not useful because I think nagging is a thing where, especially if you're dealing with a procrastinator, and I've met a couple of those, okay. uh, you're not making it better. You're not really providing a path to doing a thing that nominally should be done. It's mainly just it becomes this din. And if you've ever, you know, I've been a nagger. I've been a nagger. You know, I don't know if we say that word anymore either. <laughs> I, mean, I know we don't say naggardly, Ding. but um, but the uh, but you know here's the problem. We should say, wouldn't it do, now? Would, okay, now here's the thing with John Roderick. Would this be useful? or Would this be passive aggressive? Or would this be something else? I think instead of nagging you, it should give you like a suggestion, or it should okay. give you something. It's saying, hey, hey, buddy, it's been a while. Just seeing that, I mean, what does so something magical happen on day four fifty? Or what magical thing happened on day four four six that made you go out and get the STGX or whatever? Day four four six. That's people, a great Rush album. Uh, you know, I was just reading an article, Alex Lifeson, explaining why they why they don't uh, improvise live. Hmm. Oh, will you send me that? I would really like to read that. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, the um, I guess all I'm trying to say is it would be nice to give people a path to success to clarify what it is that we're trying to accomplish here because hmm. that kind of nagging is not good for anybody. You just see it, and now you're. I feel like me. You get mad at the nag. Oh. And I'm not talking here. I'm not talking. This is not a gendered thing. This mm-hmm. is not a no, 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 no. Although We're not talking about being bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm the mayor of this town. That's stupid. The um. <laughs> Listen, you know people. You know people yeah. at Apple, right? Yeah, ton- oh, so many. Yep. Uh, right, and I mean you've known people at Apple all this time. I know this entire at time. Apple. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Sure. So, so let me let me ask you this: What if the little the little thing, the little uh, nag? The nag. little, the little flag, the nag flag. Mm-hmm. What if the little nag flag actually said, "You need to back up, up your computer. Here's a link to a hard drive you could buy through the Apple Store." And I know the Apple Store doesn't sell a lot of hard media, but mm-hmm. why doesn't Apple on their page where they have, "Oh, it's the new Mac, and it's the new this, and it's the new that." They never throw up accessories there. Accessories. Uh-huh. Why don't they link? Why don't they? I mean, and everybody be mad. Everybody be like, oh, it's a closed system and Apple, it's a it's a factory or it's a, it's a uh, what is it, a company store and we can't, we all are living in. That's right. This know, is a factory, not a circus, like they say in Les Mis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a factory, not a circus. But mm-hmm. if, they, if they had thrown that up, if they had made it easy for me, just click on this you, link. We'll give you a you path to completion. You know, you know, I call it an actionable item. I know that's a term of art in law. Your father would probably not like me saying that. It's something you can act upon. Mm-hmm. 
with, and that's with what I needed. What you I needed what that. I what I didn't want to do is get because what that's nagging me to do is go on Amazon and buy a fucking thing and get it here. I didn't want to do that. It, I mean, I see. I, I my question is, and I know you realize you don't have a screen grab of this, but like, was it that clear? Because I think part of the problem with a nag is at a certain point with a nag. You, the nagger and the nag, oh boy, and the nag e. Tricky, you're, you're really tiptoeing nagor, around. Nagor, the nagor and the <laughs> nagor. nagette uh-huh. have. Go, well, that doesn't sound that much better. The thing is, the when the nagor leave, leave, leave Mordor. Mor- Mordor, you know. one does not just walk into the Apple Store. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just have the eagles take them to the Apple Store the whole time? That's what I want. Why don't they know. make the whole plane out of Gandalf? <laughs> <laughs> I needed somebody. You're right. That little but you know flag. what I'm saying? Like the problem yeah. with the Negor and the Neget, the Negasi, Negasay, mm-hmm. right? Is that there's like a, at some point in the Nag, it's just become, I know we don't say <laughs> Mexican standoff either, oh, no. but it's become a little bit of Different a, uh, it's become a little bit of a good, the bad, and the ugly situation. Okay. I know we don't say ugly anymore either, or crazy. Right. Right. No, no. I know we don't say, there's so many things we don't say, but nope. you follow John, it's not- don't listen to this podcast anymore. Now the Negors and the Negrixis the, yep. are are just having a C- Central American standoff about this. Who's going to be right? Who's going to wait this out longer? Mm-hmm. And if you're anything like me, and I hope you're not, you're the one who's eventually going to go, nag all you want, brother. I'm just, every day, just keep it coming. Keep it coming. Just For 449 days. You know, when it was 30 days, when it said it's been 30 days since you last backed up your computer, I was like, what's 30 days? Eh. And when it was 90 days, I was like, all right, I probably have put some stuff Eh, on there. 90 days, same as cash, bad credit, no credit. 90 90 days is a knowable number. 449 days is a weird-ass number. 150 days since you backed up your last computer, it starts to be, you know, if they had not nagged me at all, until day 175. If I'd not seen a nag flag that entire time and then mm-hmm. one popped up and it was like 175 days is the length of time we have determined to be too long to go without backing up your computer, signed your friends at Apple. Mm-hmm. And especially, here's a link to a really sleek, really like futuristic, like like sexy, basically like a sex drive. Sex drive. At a reasonable price. Oh, I you're saying you put a little bit of pixie dust on it. You get people uh, excited about it. I would have you, you, know, you, you, you so sell fast. the sizzle, not the steak. Am I right? That's exactly it. You know, you pump the smell of the Cinnabon into the mall. Oh, of course you do. I, of they would have let do. me down. I would have bought two of them. I would have come home. I would have opened it like it was my birthday. I would have plugged mm-hmm. it in. If it had said something like, once you back up your files, we're going to give you 10% extra. I don't know uh, what. Com- com- to, computer, computer cycles. We're going to give you 10% extra computer cycles. No, we're going to give you one more additional one of the new iPhone charger cords that aren't compatible with any of the other little wall warts you've collected for the last 15 years. Yep. We're going to make it slightly easy on you, easier on you to live in our ecosystem of products by recognizing that by changing that one little USB adapter, we have fucked you out of what is what was effectively like you squirreling away the walnuts of those wall warts. Walnuts of the wall warts. You know, yes. I, I, you must have had a <clears throat> you must have had a bin of those little wall oh, warts, John. right? How many oh, of those John. did you have? John. You had, you had 50 John. Of them. Can I okay, but I, okay, but, while we're at it though, I want to problematize this further and say, okay, we used to have the 30 pins. Nobody loved the 30 pins. Uh-oh. It, it's weird to go into a hotel back when we used to go to hotels and you have the the classic sort of i home alarm clock with the 30 pins and they still have that today they still have it you're gonna put your little phone on it so yeah i'm not gonna put that on there that's like a a fucking technology glory hole i'm not putting that in there well sure Um, sure no they're gonna they're they're gonna tap into your your mainframe get your mainframe right off the data but like i guess so on the face of it you go oh man this sucks you used to have 30 pins then we got the lightning and and now there's also USB C and, and this is boring, so I'm not going to get super into it. But then you got to talk about what's on the other end of the cord. Becomes Wait a minute, the what's on the other end? Of what's the on cord? the other end of the cord? Oh, what's I on didn't the other know end that of the cord? Because time was well, all of the things. Because at time was you'd get uh, what's called a USB A with yeah. that dumb little what you described as a wall wart and on your 30 pin jack. Okay, but now yeah. guess what? There's different kinds of USB A's that can handle different amounts of power. So you do still have the classic USBs that got to go somewhere, right? Sure. 
Sure. And like Michael Stipe says, you know, where is where? And then, and but then you've also got so. But then sometimes that that could be you could do you could have a a USB C to Lightning. You could have a USB-C to USB-C. I'm saying because there are two ends to every cable, at least, sure. there are many more options now. Plus, what you described as the wallboard, the little, uh, little dongus, those have different amounts of power. Good luck reading the tiny, very light letters on your little charger. Because you know there's letters? If you look under the prongs, look by the prongs. Look no. by the prongs. There's letters on there. And what it'll is, say what somewhere. What do they tell you? Eventually, if you zoom in, it'll say something like, this is a five-watt thing that'll do jack shit for anything but like an iPhone. <laughs> anyway, I, I agree with five you. five-watt thing that does jack shit. The five-watt <laughs> thing that does jack shit. Uh -huh. uh, also, Apple Apple's website, I think, is not super easy to use, even when you know what you want. Um, when, what I want is a, a guarantee, no more attempts on my father's life. That's okay? right. right. But, but like, even when you know what you want, it can be a little bit complicated. As I've described elsewhere, I've, I've on two occasions in the last calendar year bought the wrong computer because I thought I was hitting the right thing and I wasn't. That's because I'm dumb. But Whoa. even if I want to go buy a Dongus or even if I want to go get a different watch band, you do have to go do a search. You have to search. There's not like a section you click on. You do a search and it says HomeKit accessories or it says watch bands and you got to dig and dig and dig and dig. And I'm sure to tell you that even if you do go in and get, get a Seagate SGTX uh, Super Sex, like, uh -huh. is it going to be compatible? Can you get it? When's it deliver? Oh, boy. All of those things. No, and it's D certainly D not a path to completion that I would consider very salutary when you get the 449 pop up. That's no good. It's not, and I have no idea what happened. I was buying extension cables because, as you know, I don't know if I, – I, I was about to say I don't know if you're like this, but of course you're like this. Um, I uh, Every once in a while, I'll buy some extension cables, uh, and I want them to be a certain way, right? I don't want – I got a lot of extension cables around here that were bought by You're talking about people. the kind of cables you use to charge a, an Apple thing? No, 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 no. I'm talking, talking about, about – like a power strip? I'm talking about an extension cord. That's oh, what we actually cord. call them, an extension cord. Okay, like an electrical 110, plug it into the pig face and make the electrons flow, like, like the spice. Make the electrons flow. And what I've got here in this house, 1952 house, is a lot of two-prong uh, 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 wall, wall systems here. Yeah, that's our wall system. Un, yep, yep, un, yep. Uh, un, um, ungrounded We have rooms systems. with one outlet. We have rooms with one outlet in it, <laughs> which is got, not up to code. I got a lot of... I got a lot of outlets here because the uh, the guy that built the house was an electrical engineer. He put outlets everywhere. He also wired the house. Here's the the best part about it, M not the best part, but a part. He um, there are a couple of rooms in this house that actually just have a quarter inch jack in the wall, because I because he was a ham radio guy. A quarter inch, the classic quarter inch mono that yeah. worked on everything from operating switchboards. Two headphone jacks eventually. Yeah, and it's a guitar cable. Guitar basically. cable, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was, I don't know what, he had his ham radio you could on. Plug downstairs. your guitar into your house. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, Chris <laughs> Walla actually did that. He built a house where he put, he put um, like patch bays in all the walls so that he could turn his entire house into a recording studio. First kitchen, first kitchen in Bellingham to have plate reverb. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> if you can imagine buying that house from him after he moved out yes and the real estate agent walking you through going and you'll see that there are xlr yeah. inputs and outputs in every room just <laughs> just in case he took the he took the just mixing in case board. you want an sm57 in your closet <laughs> he took the patch bay with him you'd have to re you'd have to reinvent his whole system but yeah there's xlrs uh, everywhere you look that's interesting because like then somebody like a matt howie or a marco arment you might put ethernet through your house some mm. people might want hdmi you know, like, for example, my, my wife, when she was growing up in my another wife. decade, my wife, she had, um, they had one of those, um, you know, remember the, the fan, we've talked about this, the fancy houses that would have uh, an intercom, like a Brady Bunch kind of, sure. and like her dad could like make announcements to all seven kids. Like I had bed. one of those. Did you ever have a house? No, that I never, like that? no, uh, that was a little hey, fancy. The thing is, it's not, it, you, you, you play would, FM radio. Your house, oh, ours had a radio too. You would have to have a house so big that that would be easier than just yelling. Right, like for example, when I walk in, we get delivery a lot of nights, <clears throat> um, and I'll just I'll bring the food up the steps, and, and here, here's what I'll say: I'll go food. <laughs> here he goes, or you know, here's the classic, mom. Oh God, yes. Mom! Wipe me. 
Yeah. Now you could you could go you <laughs> could go on the intercom really and go wait mom. Me. Uh, mom, 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 and then wait, and then yeah. wait, and then maybe she'll be like, yeah, you know, like what? Yeah. Where? And, where and then it goes up be? a fi- it goes up a fifth and gets a little louder. Mom. So the whole this whole neighborhood is full of these houses with intercoms. Somehow this one didn't have it because I don't know he was running a ham radio. That might have seemed pretty. Had their own microphone. That might be a little snorky for an electrical engineer. Yeah. But it's interesting when you make whether maybe maybe this is going to be a sex dungeon. It could be a patio. But like the kinds of things where like you know I bought this fucking house. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this for me. Right. I'm gonna make this the same way that some restaurants they don't always succeed. Like I make the sandwich the way I want it. Mm. All cheeseburgers have a fried <laughs> egg. Because all there was a place in Sarasota that I went to probably twice ever, but w- once by accident and once for comedy value. And it's a place, you know, that phenomenon of like, hey, you go to see your urologist, and it used to be a, a Pizza Hut or a Taco Bell, and you're like, yeah. oh, that totally was a Taco Bell. Yeah, this place drive, used drive to be urologist. Drive through urologist. Oh, I love guided by voices. <laughs> but you go in, and uh, and uh, and this place used to be like a chain restaurant, maybe like a Sambo's. But right. this guy had bought this ex Sambo's or whatever. And so imagine it's like a dream, John. There's no such thing as an ex Sambo's. Once you're a Sambo's. It's like that's Mike Squire will <laughs> always right. be a Sambo. You're always a Sambo. He's so even if you're sleepy. A <laughs> Tango Sueño. <laughs> um, but so, uh, but do you, uh, but the guy, so imagine you walk into like, let's say, you know, for sake of argument, imagine going to a 1970s Arby's. You know what 1970s Arby's looks like? You go in, it's got like lots of like a branding motif, yep. as in like literal brands. It's got that it's big got, hat. The big hat, the large, tall hat, you got the horsey sauce, the whole nine, pretty clean lobby most of the time, and that counter. Imagine a setup like that, but it's totally not corporate. There's not America's even like America's roast beef, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And there's a guy sitting in a ratty, uh, not even probably a lazy boy, but a ratty recliner behind the counter. Ugh. And yeah, he's low, because you're supposed to be standing behind the counter. He's sure. watching He's watching his stories yeah. in, in Under one of those the chairs. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's watching. He's watching Bollywood videos. On the TV <laughs> under the yeah, but you go in there and like, <laughs> it seemed a little. It would be like you know, if you came into my office, mm. or you, I'd be like, what are you, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. You know. And anyway, you go in there and he had just a few things, and one of them was this burger that was so disgusting. It was this huge, giant, like hangover food kind of burger. And, and he made everything at the restaurant the way that he liked it. So if you made him get out of his fucking chair to go make you food, he was going to make it the way that he wanted it. Uh-huh. The fried egg, fried uh-huh. egg was not optional. <laughs> now, I, I feel have, like that happens with houses, don't you? Like, I, I don't care if you're comfortable here. It's my house. I was talking to a friend just yesterday. She's a very picky eater. And she was talking about this experience going to a restaurant where, uh, you know, it was, it was like a fancy restaurant. It was called Eggs and Pickles or whatever. Pick, pickles, pick, <laughs> pickles and The Pickles can. and Pig? Yeah. Pick, pickles, pickles and Pig, pig. Provisionary? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it's, it, it's in the Northwest, so it's like yes. Pickles and Orcas. And it's got that little the X on it with a fork yeah, and a, a couple pig and, a, and a, like a, an Afro pick or something. And so, you know, she's a picky eater, and she said, but, you know, grown-up person. And she said, look, I just want to, you know, I just want a cheeseburger. And they have cheeseburgers on the menu. <laughs> She's like, I just want cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> just hold you between. And There's and that nothing. happened in the Northwest, oh, as you oh. know, or on the way to the Northwest. Yeah. But uh, she uh, on the way. Said, what are you talking about? The Donner Party? What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I'm talking oh. about uh, uh, talking about Five Easy Pieces or whatever. Oh, Five Easy Pieces. That's when he plays piano in the truck, right? Plays the piano in the truck. But that's yep, also yep, yep, yep. he's on his way to he's on on his way to San Juan Island or whatever. I've never seen I've never seen the whole movie. Oh, just that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm familiar with the scene. I've I've seen a lot of like best of compilations mm-hmm. and, you know, and scenes. You know, you had a show like That's Entertainment when we were kids that would show you the best of 20th Century Fox musicals. The thing about uh, five, five Easy Pieces MGM? is it's, it's one of those movies made in the 1970s where filmmakers did not care whether you were entertained. No, and it's they, one of those. It feels like it's, it just feels like, actually, in a way, another Jack Nicholson movie really rises. It feels like a post, very post, God damn it, a third Jack Nicholson movie. I was going to say it's like a post-Easy Rider. Oh, post-Easy Rider. Which he was also in. But you think about One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, maybe nearly the apotheosis of that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But there was a certain kind of, well, somebody uh, gave, uh, who's the guy from Apocalypse Now Can't Land on a Fraction? Dennis. Not Dennis uh, Wilson. Dennis uh, w- w- Walker. Dennis Dennis Wapner. Hopner. You give Hopner. You give Dennis Hopner. You give him twenty. Roger Corman's going to give him twenty five thousand dollars. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about drugs. Half a pound of cocaine. Sure. Or something. Go make a movie. Get a cool hat. 
right? Yeah. But there's that feeling yeah. of like, you hear a lot of people talking about this, going to see Easy Rider and coming out of Easy Rider and being like, I didn't know you can make a movie like that. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, well, you probably shouldn't. Like, you know, mostly. Right. The first time I saw Easy Rider as a teenager, I came out of it thinking, I didn't know you could sit through a movie like that. Nope. It took me, it took me a while because boy, it sure looked good going in. Absolutely. Uh, He's called Captain America. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, like, what's the other one? You know, another good example. Uh, similarly, uh, Billy Jack. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen Billy Jack. Billy Jack, you know of Billy Jack. You probably know Billy Jack the way I know Five Easy Pieces. Billy Jack is a, uh, I think he's part Native American, but he's a guy who's basically protecting uh, like this Island of Misfit Toys school of like of, of of super brilliant super hippie kids from this all the mean locals and he beats uh, the shit out of them. Oh yeah, right. And right. and he says stuff like he says there's a very uh, what I consider a famous scene where he says uh, he says to to a fella there you know what I'm gonna take my foot and kick you on that side of your face and you know what there's not a damn thing you can do about it. What yeah. is yeah. there any other plot? To the movie besides yep, that. Yep, 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 yep. His, oh. uh, let's see, his, um, uh, let's see, I think it's his wife plays, wife. Wife, plays the teacher <laughs> at the school. And there's a very sweet Native American boy named Martin uh-huh. who says things like, we'd like to buy some ice cream cones, please. And then all the mean locals put ice cream on them <laughs> as, as a larf. Oh. And all the little girls, they're, they're total hippies. Oh, you know what the theme song is? The theme song is uh, by Coven, uh, the song One Tin Soldier. Go on and hate your children. Go ahead and cheat a friend. Anyway, I think you get a movie like that in the early 70s. You know what I'm saying? This is before the the the, the Hollywood bad boys and the Scorchesis yeah. and the Coppolas. This right. is, but I'm talking about like gritty American, like, I don't know why I keep thinking of Roger Corman. Roger Corman has a connection with so many different people because he hired so many people over time. But you know, I'm thinking of that like, it's not exactly an exploitation movie. It's kind of a message movie. It might be a little bit wild and weird. It's not exactly an exploitation movie, but that was that was a style. Anyway, you can make your house however you want. It's American, man. It's absolutely true. The problem with my house is that I can't like I'm sitting here at my at my new dining room table. It's not even new anymore. Are you eating? Nope. Oh, nope. you've repurposed it as a podcast studio. Oh, you don't have your little you don't have your root cellar anymore. I don't have my root cellar and I haven't uh, I haven't fixed yep. it up yet and I have to podcast from the dining room table. Which is, um, you know, the Brasilia line of uh, dining room tables that were That's uh, right. that were debuted at this at the World's Fair here, the uh, Broyhill Brasilia line of tables. You said I'm sitting here much. at the table, but because it's because there is <clears throat> there is no when I say there is, what I mean to say is there is no uh, three prong mm. outlet in this entire. <clears throat> In this entire wing of the house, do you do the uh, you do the translator? You do There's little, no the little gray guy. So I have one. I have one uh, of those. I feel so I feel so bad and dangerous. I I feel like I'm deliberately leaving a pilot light on when I leave the house. Like yeah, when I when I plug same. one of those in, I'm like, there's no excuse if my house just goes up. There are outlets in this house that are grounded. The problem is that where I have places to sit mm-hmm. with a table and where there are grounded outlets are totally Ergo different. Ergo extension cord. Thank you. Yes. But here's what I don't like in an extension cord. Okay. I don't like an extension cord that sticks out wrong. So if Uh, it's going to be sticking into a wall, uh I want it to be an extension cord that has the the little prong things um, on the sides. You know, I Uh want it to be a I want it to to be a little L. Uh, so it's flush because I like things to be flush. I know this is crazy, but there, and no, we don't no. say that anymore. But there are a no, lot no, of people. Say, I've got I've got one that comes with a little uh, casing guy. It's flush against the plug, and then yeah. it also has a little channel thing to take it down, so you don't have a little guy like just waving around. Exactly, you got to take it down. That's one of the one of the main things. But there are other applications, other, other, yeah. well, other applications in this house where I want it to be an extension cord that's straight on. So the plug, like a, like a Christmas light. So this, the plug goes in and it comes out the other side. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to have an L. I don't want it to be on the sides. And I've got all these extension cords that, cl- that clearly were, were uh, purchased by my ancestors at a time when you wanted to run a kind of milk chocolate brown mm. extension cord from an outlet to a lamp. And they were thinner. 
narrower, thinner. You know, like when you like if you grab an extension cord of today and you like wad it up, or let's say you want to do like you know like the microphone cable thing where you make the X and you want to like you know make it tidy. Um, you, you can't you can't bend some of them very well. Whereas the ones from from my times, whether that was the cord on the, on your <laughs> the fourteen foot cord on your like toaster oven. Remember when cords mm-hmm. used to be long? They used yeah, to come with long, long cords. Long they were long. cords. Because like cost, they were, they were you know, thin, narrow. Make a cord. Make a cord. Go, make a cord make go a all cord the way across. Long. Make it accommodating. Help me I've out got here. A, I've got a, a lamp here in in the living room that I want. Here's where I want it. <laughs> First, a thousand years. Punks. <laughs> I want it right by the plug. Uh huh. There's a plug. There's a lamp. I want the lamp by the plug. But the lamp has a twenty foot extension cord. Oh, that's uh, rare. You don't see it. You know, it's because of safety. That's why they do it now. Now you get those, you get these shitty ass little short cords because of the uh, the UL. I think it's it's yeah. big underwriters, and uh, they're saying you may not have a long cord because what if this gets pulled off and lands in your bathtub where you're where you're eating chili? Exactly. What if you trip over it? What if your dog trips over it? What if your kid trips right, over the dog? By the dog. Yep. 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 Dog so cord. what I have to do is I have to coil up this cable at the foot of this lamp. There's nowhere to put it. Ugh. And so I've just I've got a lamp and I've got this like spag- this bowl of pasta of cable like Ugh. just sort of sitting under it and I don't know every time I walk past it I'm like ah, it's almost worth rewiring the lamp except it's the original cable it's a vintage cable I don't want to change that it'll lose a lot of its resale value if it'll you do lose, that it'll lose a lot On of its the sec- secondary market yeah that's right so anyway I'm sitting here I've got my system plugged in through one of those gray adapters it goes to what i what i put in between was a surge protecting uh uh power strip so hopefully any kind of you know that's going to protect me I, surge protecting power strips were really a big thing i think you remember when they first came out yes and it was like oh my god it protects you from the surge and yeah and then, then they started adding ones where you could put your modem through there or your coax yep. through there yep. and yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think I have one of every one of those because, as I say, you know, power strips and extension cords are, are, uh, are an heirloom in your family. Yeah, they're important to us here, and and I have I have bins and bins and bins. You know, if I wanted to, I could I could have a bin of just uh, mocha brown extension cords over here. Mm-hmm. You know, over here you got no soup. No soup. Mm-hmm. What I <clears throat> what I want. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I watched that. I watched. I know you don't look at Twitter. I watched that this weekend, and when that the whole thing, that, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just watch The Godfather, oh, and um, and when that scene came up in the Italian restaurant, the place with the good Italian food, yeah, you know, it's got nice good family Italian. place. Is this place um, got good Italian food? <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's also Jack Ripper in uh, Doctor Strangelove. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. That's I correct. I no longer it? sit back and allow communist infiltration, communist indoctrination, and the international communist conspiracy to sap and purify all of our precious bodily fluids. If you if you uh, go uh, research that actor, yeah. He had a uh, you know, he was a, like a major movie star. He had a he had He's a, a movie career. star, but I think he had some problems. Well, they all had problems. Yeah. But you know, he could jump a horse, he could do all those Sterling things. Hayden? Sterling Hayden. Yeah. And these uh, these films these films where he's already a, a an older guy you know these yeah. are like late in life it's kind of oh, like oh I uh, see yeah yeah yeah, yeah it. it's kind of like when Lloyd Bridges ended up yes. uh, in uh, in airplane or whatever the Leslie Nielsen vehicle I feel you like when somebody starts out you get the young guy and he's still like you get like a Cesar Romero going like oh you know I'm definitely a leading man and then pretty soon you're putting white pancake makeup over your mustache get a little <laughs> bit Joker fried <laughs> a little bit twisted, <laughs> little bit twisted. I, we watched High Noon the other day overrated. Uh, well, it's what's it's no Shane. What, well, it's no Shane, and we're working our way up to Shane. Mm. But um, you know, my my uh, my daughter it's has. A, it's a little bit. Pre- it's a little bit preachy. It's a little, it's a little preachy. bit preachy. It's a very middle aged white guy film. It's like nobody well, here appreciates me. The the problem is that it, it it it's an allegory for blacklisting. The whole movie is mm. is being made in the blacklisting era. Oh, interesting. And it's just like a it's just like a morality play being written by people who were blacklisted. I see. Oh, was that a Trumbo? It's a. It's not a Trumbo, but it, it's. It's Carl Foreman, but it's. <clears throat> it's yeah. of that era, and you know the the part, the Gary Cooper part, was offered to John Wayne, and he was like, "I'm not going to be in your communist movie." All right. And so he wasn't Gary Cooper there for clapping. And Gary and Gary Cooper also was not. It's not like he was a liberal, but he needed the work. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, we're watching it because uh, my kid has uh, has reached. Uh, peak Star Wars. She's got she she hit a point where there was no more 
Star Wars based information that she could onboard. It's without- and really truly though. I remember somebody once I heard that phrase peak oil. I don't know if this is correct, but this is what I was told. You kept hearing peak oil, peak oil, peak oil, which I took to mean that like, okay, we, you know, well, there's going to be less now. But what I, what I was told was that when you get to peak oil, that means we're now at the point where we've gotten all of the, the natural resources that are easy enough to get out. But like that we are over 50% of what's going to be available is gone. And from now on, everything that we do to extract these mineral and earth resources is going to be a lot more difficult and costly. And so it's sort of like you're like your kid has like gnawed down the Star Wars chicken leg and all they got now is like is like cartilage and it like you 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 taken all the Star Wars meat off the bone. Yeah. And, Peak and Star Wars. We had a long time before started to get into the backstory of minor characters uh, you know the the backstory of planets yes. that only appear in the background of a of a of a long shot, um, and but it, it, but, please, please but, at some point listen to Chris Gathard talk about Kit Fisto for half an hour. It'll make you so goddamn happy. No one has ever loved Kit Fisto more than Chris Gathard loves Kit Fisto. My, my daughter might 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 uh, might might challenge him for the title, dude. When the fight scene in the arena, like one of the good scenes in that movie. The big fight. Kit Fisto's kicking some ass, man. Mm. Look, the, I'm going to put this fi- this foot uh, upside no. <laughs> your head. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. But so, and for a long time, she was like, I don't want to get into Harry Potter because I'm a Star Wars person. She was just like I felt about Dune in 1981. I was like, I don't want to read Dune. Oh, sure. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Lord of the Rings person. The Dune people can be over there. You guys mm-hmm. sit on that side of French class. The Lord of the Rings people are on this side of French class, and we're going to be over. We're going to talk about Lord of the Rings and Dungeons and Dragons, and you guys can talk about whatever the spice or whatever. Sit over there. I didn't want to. I didn't want to yeah. cross the streams. And she the, felt the real, that way. The Von Sydow heads. They call mm-hmm. She wanted to be Star Wars only. Star Wars all the time. She did yep. not want to get into Harry Potter because it felt like what? I mean, okay, yeah. ooh, magic. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's no magic in Star Wars. She's like, no, no, no. It's like the, the other. It's like fake magic or whatever. I'm like, okay. Oh, our 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 well, our, our wizards. You know, it's because of a, a thing in their blood called midichlorians. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're, sci- they're science wizards. <laughs> our wizards shift themselves, right? <laughs> and so I said, well, hey. What we all know, because we've all read the quote a thousand times, and you have said it to me a thousand times, that Star Wars is just a uh, is just a space western. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's oh, go I back and start watching. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just start at the start. We'll just start watching westerns, real American westerns, where they're you know where they're because she's already seen in watching throughout the Star Wars uh, uh, media universe, she's seen more violence in her ten years. Than yeah. I have seen in my 52 because she's watched more of it than I have. You know, I have not like I <clears throat> I still flinch at movie violence. Oh, yeah. And and she's just watched it all. She's seen it all. And my she's kid watch, seen, my kid watches Grey's Anatomy, like giving open heart surgery to a baby. And I'm like and my wife and I are both like, ah, and she's like, yeah. what? What? Like, it's like it's weird. To, they have a better, I think, understanding of like that. This isn't not not real, maybe. Mm, no. But when we were kids, I don't know, I don't man, when we were true. kids. Well, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but we were, I was much more, first of all, I was much more lusty about it. Maybe it's a little bit like porn or something where like you really want to see like slasher movies. That's a little probably before your time, but like, wasn't there part of you? It's like you wanted to go to the terrifying movie and to be grossed out. And it was like a rite of passage. I didn't, you know, like the, the original (laughs) slasher movies, the, Mm -hmm. um, terror train, Texas, Texas chainsaw massacre. Sure. Right, right, right. I I wanted to stay away from those. All the West is Craven. Mm -hmm. I knew that I didn't want it. I knew I didn't want to see gore. I am definitely not about being jump scared. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, because although, as you know, I, I believe in science. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm also, Mm -hmm. I do not want to be around ghosts. I don't want them in my house. It's they not no offense. They need you to believe in them. They believe in you. Yeah, and that's no offense, right? I mean, Especially if there are any ghosts mm-hmm. listening, and I know there aren't. Yeah. There are no ghosts in this house. No, no. But Mm-mm. there might be ghosts down in the ravine. What I what I don't want is uh, attempts on my father's life. But what I do... <laughs> we really painted ourselves into a corner. <laughs> we was all real proud of you, Mike. <laughs> what I do want is no ghosts, right? And that, No ghosts. That, and that is not, it does not, it's, it's no problem that I also don't believe in ghosts. I also don't believe in UFOs, but I don't want to be out on a, on a long 
road at night somewhere in the Middle West where there's a there's like a little bit of a rise and and the, and trees on either side. I yes. don't want to be there. I don't want I don't want to be out on the open. You don't want to be spooked. I think it sounds like you don't want to be spooked. <clears throat> I don't want to jump be scare a Confederate soldier. You don't want to be spooked. No, and it doesn't and matter I, whether you believe it or not. What you know in your heart, what you want, it's not to be spooked. I don't, and I don't want to see guts. I don't want to see uh, yeah, anything sure. come viscera, come out of viscera. the film. I don't mm-hmm. want it. And the thing about uh, 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 our kids, or at least my kid, she's mm-hmm. never seen any gore. There's no gore in Star Wars, mm. right? It's all just like, pew, somebody gets pew, and then they fall down. It's what I would call impersonal violence pew. that I would distinguish from, like the reason we, I've said before, the reason we don't, we when she was coming up as a little kid, we wouldn't watch things with personal violence. So like somebody menacing somebody at knife point with a potential sexual assault is not going to happen. But like a stormtrooper bumping his head and falling over, that's fine. Islands. I see what you're saying. Yes, but ask me. Ask answer me this. Merlin. Yes, you there. What would be a gorier weapon than a lightsaber? Oh God, you're so. It's so true. It, it would be the most gruesome we, way to fight. And we get to that because you know he's got such a hard on for amputations. And like what happens with memory serves, isn't Mace Windu's one pretty gross? I don't know. I didn't watch those. I, I oh, was, oh, I was, really? I was making so you don't know, sandwich. you want to say Kifisto. Oh my God, I've seen some photos. No, I have no idea what that oh, is. Kifisto's I know that there's an Order 66 because I heard about it later. Yeah, because you know about Ayla Secura and, uh, and the, and the Padawan. What's her name? What's her yeah, name? Uh, What's her name? Uh, Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka Tana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because, uh, because I watched the, the, uh, the cartoons. I watched <laughs> yes, the, uh, you know, and I, I even the watched Fremen. the Bad Batch. I love the Fremen. So, they spin around. Yeah. I love them. You know, the thing is that Order 66, that's part of our canon in the house. It's right there on the, it's on the refrigerator with a little magnet. Order 66, kill all Jedi. You jump <clears throat> but, on that cool dragon and ride around and fight uh, fight the asthma robot. But some so much in Star Wars, somebody turns on a lightsaber and it just goes right <laughs> through somebody's tunic. And I guess it, mm-hmm. cauter, it self-cauterizes so there's no blood. It's, it's the only thing I can think of why there's not... You become an expedited force ghost. No, no, but you're right. It's going to be, it's going to look like, oh God, I don't know why, John. I recently, you really don't want to watch this. I recently started watching the Ryan Murphy TV series, American Horror Story. I think no, I don't cool. want to watch that. Well, and it includes stuff like, you know, I don't know if you know, you remember the story of the Black Dahlia murder in L.A. in the sure. 50s? Sure. And, like, they, they really show it. Like, mm. okay, here's a person whose body has been, like, cut in half. Mm. And it's just a bunch of meat. And that's what a lightsaber would do. Now I feel bad. I'm sitting there looking at a picture of Kit Fisto smiling with this cool green lightsaber. I'm thinking about how that basically just looked like you just cut into some hamburger. Yeah, that's Gross. what it would be. Yeah, there'd be, ugh. I mean, just think Human about, hamburger. Oh, stuff all mm. over the floor. Yuck. You know, people just don't turn into force ghosts. They would be just piles of viscera. It'd be like an abattoir. It would. It would. Anyway, so we're up? watching. Is that a mouse droid? Who's going to do that? Yeah, it's it's the, yeah, it's that little droid that's like, and everybody laughs, and it's like, oh, this movie isn't for kids. So I took the. Uh, I <laughs> had a person in it, you know. I Kenny Baker was too big for the mouse droid. They had to find a, a truly, truly, a very troubling person to fit in. That. Beep, 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 beep. No, that's the thing is, how it was, he talks. It was actually life size, and then they, through the power of miniaturization, they shrank it down. Oh, now, now we're screen. back to the force, the the the, the force perspective. So I that thing it. is actually the size of a semi truck. It's bigger oh, than Chewy. I uh. <laughs> I, uh, I said, listen, we're going to watch all the black and white Western movies. Uh-huh, and you're going uh-huh. to see what Han Solo really uh, looks like. Yeah. Uh, because he, this is where he comes from. Black vest, the, the, the cowboy gun halfway down the leg. Sure. Like you're going to get all cool the boots. Sassafras. Cool boots. Mm-hmm. Cool Sidekick. Boots. Outlaw. You, real outlaw. What you don't realize is that Gary Cooper, at least, is a real drag. Like, he's, he's a super. There were four or five. He's times like in the a movie. deacon from your church. He's yeah, so we all, boring. We all looked at each other and we're like, "Why doesn't he get out of town again? What is the reason? Why? What, how is honor driving him to stay here and fight these ding dongs? Yeah. It doesn't make a ton of sense. But what you see is Lloyd Bridges, mm. young Lloyd Bridges, mm-hmm. before he became a comedy superstar. Yeah, in our in our teen years. Back when we did the the scuba diving show, I used to watch scuba diving show. Yeah, it's called Seahawk, Sea Hunt. Yeah, Seaman. I think it was Seaman. Seaman. I used to love that show. The Seaman. Seahunt. Seahunt. The Seaman. Seahunt, the submarine video game. Seahunt was a submarine video game. What was the one with the the cartoon Uh, with the little blonde boy and the and the kid in a turban? Oh, that was uh, Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the idea is, though, and it's it's not just to show the sub the literary substrate of of the George Lucas verse. 
you know, right? Because you, you could go to like old Buck Rogers and stuff like that. It's more to say like, hey, you like these kinds of stories. Let's watch these black and white cowboy movies. Yeah. And also, <clears throat> if we're going to watch morality plays, like yeah. let's take the morality plays out of – see, one of my pet peeves, and I think you know this, is that mm-hmm. if you – and this is one of my complaints about the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. – is that if the bad guys are just a faceless army of A, droids, or B, faceless army, or mm. – uh, undefeatable uh, alien presence fighting against undefeatable local oh, purple, purple guy who likes jewelry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, then there are no stakes in your movie, and all it is is just a it's just a, a masturbation festival of you know it's just like cartoon violence for an hour, and yeah. and with like some brand, sn- branded fan some service. Yeah, like what? What? Why do I care? That's the thing about those first three star star or the second three star Star Wars movies. Yeah. It's just the bad guys are just armies of faceless droids, and who cares? You know, like Roger, Roger. I don't care. This is taking too long. <laughs> you could you could destroy them. You destroy them all day. There are no consequences. Yeah, they're, they're pussies. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I just watched. Um, I just watched which which was the Avengers one because we we went we went to see Black uh, Black Spider. Man? No, the the one that's out now, the Black oh, Black Spider. Spider. Yeah, Black Spider. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I'm a Scarlett Johansson fan, as you know, and I and uh, my daughter I said liked, there were a lot of butt shots in that movie. Oh, there's so many butt, and you know she's an executive producer of the film, so she's got to be standing there like, hey. It's also uh, got the girl. It's also got the girl from Midsummer in it. Midsummer I love her, girl. and she's so smart in this movie. Such a good. It's her sister plays her sister. Is that right? Younger sister, yeah. And okay. she's just she's got great comedy timing. She's a great addition to the to the. Marvel Comics Universe, and also this Black Spider movie, there's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of just relationship talk. Yeah, I heard I, a lot, lot of family like, stuff, a lot of feeling stuff. Right? A lot of feelings. And it, yeah, as far as like a Marvel movie goes, I was I was 100%, you know, on board for Black Spider. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good movie, and I like, and cool. I like, you know, oh, and it's also major strong female lead universe. Like, the men appear in it only tangentially, and it is not, it does not feel. I mean, it passes the Bechdel test in the first. 11 oh, and it's also seconds. got Rachel Rachel Vice. I watched two Rachel Vice movies last night. Yeah. So anyway, she's, it's, a, she's the lady from the Lobster. She's in that movie. She's from the Lobster. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a really good movie. We liked it, and then you know, my daughter's mother partner uh, was like, "I didn't understand any of that Marvel stuff that they were talking about. Why is she mad at the other people? And who is that person? And what what are they talking about?" And I was like, yeah. "Well, okay, I didn't want to have to do this, but I guess we have to." Watch you know, a you know, what you should just always say, John, just always say, just say one word, and you got to mm-hmm. say it like this. You got to mm-hmm. say this. Just say mm-hmm. Budapest. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a long time, Merlin, I'm guilty of saying Budapest. And I and I realized Just don't say the Budapest. <laughs> no, I said it. I mean, I, I learned to say it in just the it's just like it's just like when you speak Castilian and you don't really know how to speak oh, Castilian when you're like I get a Castilian, Castilian with a little bit of the, and, little and bit people of are like aviato, that's actually it's actually not the the circumstances that you're saying Barcelona is not how anyone would ever say that, but that's fine. I know you've been there so good. <laughs> it would be like learning how to speak from like KFC commercials. You got my passport here, y'all. <laughs> New York City. New York City. But so I said Budapest for for a Budapest. while before I realized, you know, no, don't stop doing that. You don't say Paris. Like just move, on. get on it's with. Like your people life. call the film festival Con. Con. Well, wait a minute. What Con is the it? guy from Star Star Wars. But right. the um, but no, it's I think it's pronounced can, can, can. People say con because it sounds fancy. You know, there's a there's a town just con. south where I live here called Des Moines. Oh no! Like is that a Houston type situation? It is. It's a it it it's spelled like Des Moines, Iowa. You could pronounce it Des Moines. I pronounce it Des Moines. Oh, que bueno. Thank you. But Desmo, oh, that sounds lovely. That sounds like it'd be like a like a fancy country club for for the snobs. I know it's very nice, and and so it's become a little thing around Desmo here where if you Ines. say Desmoanes, everybody that's in the know knows what you're talking about, but the, yep. the but the snorks can't tell what you're what you're talking about. I get it. But the town itself, the <clears> residents <throat> of the town, say Des Moines. So D E S they. They give it, you know, it, it's not like they put a French inflection on it, but they recognize that you don't say dace, but moins. Oh, they get it, I don't say right, partially right. They, they get, get they, 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 they lean into one part of the pronunciation, but not yeah. another. They did one from column A and one from column B. Okay, fair. And it is, it is so hard to, even growing up around here, even knowing this is like a shibboleth of locality yeah. and if you are even from a different part of the county you instantly identify yourself as the outgroup 
yeah, you're not. You, maybe you're not going to know this, but mm. but if you if you're around here, you don't make this error, right? You don't say pooey allop and you don't say sequim. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like a, a more mundane one is like nobody here has ever called the city we live in Frisco. No, that's right. You're you're opposed to Frisco, aren't you? I don't I don't care one way or another. I'm not from here. I'm from Florida. I don't have any sense. But right. um, no, San Fran and Frisco are, are not things that people say here. Yeah, it kind of outsees a little bit of a dingling. I know, and that, and I make sure to say Frisco every time. But and that's then fine. Just, that's yeah, fine. That's right because I'm not from there either, right? I'm from up here, just north of from, Des Moines. From, from Puyap, you're from uh, a Minnesota Thunderfuck or whatever. <laughs> so I say to my daughter's mother partner, I say we've got to go watch some bit of the Avengers cinematic universe in order for you to understand fully what we're talking about here and I don't want to do it. Believe me. It's the last thing I want to, this is also just to be clear. This is mostly so that your, your mother's daughter partner, huh? The, 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 the woman there, uh, that, so that she can like, she's going to, so she doesn't feel like, like lost. Like you would she do, what do you do? Like, you do a civil war. You do like, uh, like what, what, what do you do to bone up? You, like, obviously you can skip all the age of Ultron stuff and all that. Well, so that's the mistake I made, right? Oh, like, that, that's, that's absolutely the worst one. I said, well, I guess we got to watch age of Ultron. Cause I, I'd seen the first Avengers movie and then I was, and then I punched out of it. I was just like, okay, well I've seen that. And so all of these ones about Thor and all the things that come later it's fine i'll catch up with you tell you what i'll catch yep. up with you uh in the next town i'm gonna get on a later train but so we we <laughs> just need to figure out like how strong and angry is the given character how are how strong are they how angry are they how did they become angry right and like that's pretty much it like thor he's strong and he's angry yeah. hulk yeah. he's strong he's angry he's, he's very everybody's strong and angry and we just need to figure out how strong and how angry Although Captain America, he's not angry. He just wants, you he know. He missed out on a lot, though, and he didn't get to be yeah, with Peggy. That's, you know? that's true. He, he's sad. There is a sadness to him. Um, but this was a movie where uh, Iron Man was a very brittle character, unlikable in every way. But oh, this is, so this is, yes, sorry. This is after, what do they call it? The, the event or the, whatever they call it. It's after what happened where he went up into the space hole yeah, and this is where he's all, she's all shattered and yeah, like emotionally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and just, and there's nobody very likable and all the effects are bad. And also the, the uh, banter <laughs> is really bad forced banter. But what's terrible about it is it's a movie where the bad guy the bad guy's a robot, which is okay. That's fine. It's a, he's like an AI that became. He's, he's Blaine from Pretty in Pink. He's Blaine from Pretty in Pink. That's right. And and we spent we definitely spent twenty minutes going. Whose voice is that? You're not going to know whether to shit or go sailing. <laughs> no, it's somebody. <laughs> Who is it? My God! And God I was throwing it. out all it? these Who ideas. Is it? is it? I was just like, is this? What is it? Is it Robin Williams doing somebody? And she she finally came to the the. She was like, no, it's Blaine from Pretty in Pink. <laughs> oh fuck! Right. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> but but what he does is he creates this it creates an army of robots that have no feelings yeah. and have no as there's no yeah, sentience he's got daddy just, issues and so yeah. it's a whole movie of fighting a bunch of things that don't matter what what had happened was we started watching westerns and uh, and lo and behold completely unexpectedly uh-huh. my kid is wrapped no um, yeah because it's like what is happening like i like she's you, spent, you didn't start you didn't start with high noon right no 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 we'd seen we'd seen some other westerns but you know yeah. and, and we're going and shane is next it's in the queue but we're we're watching him and and she's um you know she spent most of her childhood in a childhood world and and i think by the you're time no, you're i was no guns you're no guns house right uh no there's guns all over the place guns i got oh i mean I, like kid guns though you, there's no kid guns oh she's she's just like i was when i was 10 she turns does she have a lifesaver that a she gets to wield around she has a light uh, a lifesaver but she also like my mom tried to keep guns out of our house in the 1970s early 70s she was like no guns you know my mom's very anti-violence yes and she said she surrendered to guns when she realized that everywhere we went, I picked up any stick, any rock, any box, any piece of garbage and <laughs> yes. turned it into a gun and sure. was just like, pow, 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 pow. and she's like, that is not you. You know, I would pick up a, a girl's doll and turn it into <laughs> and a cock it, cock the baby, cock the baby. Just like when I bought, when my, when my daughter was little, I would buy her like cars and trucks and like, Hey, you know, sure there's frozen, but also like, what about trucks? And she would put the truck in a bed and put a blanket on it and and sing to it. That's like, so sweet. Rockabye trucky. And I was like, I can't I can't fight it. Like I'm just I'm gonna have to just just go. You set the tone, baby. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, but no. So the, our house is full of weapons now because she's become she's gone through every stage of being a Padawan, and she's you know the blasters, their cowboy yeah. guns, and it's and they're not. You know, we'll be at a thrift store and she'll come over and she's like, look at these. And it's a set of like Tom Mix six shooters from the 50s that she oh, found. Wow. And I'm like, those are the coolest. So, of course, I get them. Her mom's super mad about it. But, yeah. you know, I, I got my own house. I can keep guns around over here. That's right. But so she she really, I think by the time we were 10, we had seen a lot of adult movies, a lot of adult television. There a were a lot more content. adult movies then. There were a that lot sounds like a very dumb movies. thing, but now it's it's considered a big deal when somebody says, check out this movie. It's a movie for adults. Not adult as in Jack and Your Mean Bone, but as in like there's a story that's, it's, you know, it's not going to be cartoony. You know what I mean? There just yep. used to be so many what we used to call drama movies. Yeah, like, or just freaking movie where- Just movies, it's a movie. Yeah. It's got it all, singing, dancing, yeah. you know, <laughs> drama. Kramer, all that jazz. Divorce, you know, divorce, divorce. Films. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And she has, because she's been raised in this era, there's so much children's entertainment. And when you look for a movie to watch with her, you're, you naturally go to Common Sense Media and you go, what's yes. a good movie? And they're like, here's a good movie that's got strong values and and not a ton of, of bad stuff. And you're like, that sounds perfect for us. Yeah, and by the time- Some of the ones they suggest are so, it's like, hey, it's like three girls that start a softball team to save the church. And it's like, Jesus <laughs> no. Christ, who and watches it, you know, this? By the time I was 10 years old, I'd, I had, I'd seen Deer Hunter, you know? Like I'd watch so many freaking <laughs> that were like <laughs> <Didi> Mal. <laughs> that were uh-huh. like not just they were not just inappropriate for a child, but inappropriate for any audience. Absolutely. You know, like movies yeah. that were just that were. Made I was to, I was exposed to Ned Beatty in ways I never should have been exposed to. Right, and then you've also got all the television where David Niven is, uh, like never. Oh yeah, he's the guy with the bomb in the suitcase and then this briefcase. Right. Yeah, and there's yeah. this, and there's that. Even the cartoony stuff. I was, was gonna making, say, I, I feel oh. like you should maybe go to Dirty Dozen type movies next. Well, when she's ready. uh, When she's ready. There's the problem with Thirty Dozen movies is there's always a scene that's very rapey, and you don't remember. Oh, yes. Don't leave Telly Savalas alone with anyone. Yeah, but then you you watch the movie and you're like, oh, that was on television, and it kind of wasn't. I mean, I think they they always cut out two seconds of it, so that it was just. I I, I know exactly what you mean, though. Like, there's got yes, exactly, gross. But so you know that Gary Cooper's not going to rape anybody, right? And 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 High Noon's got very uh, very strong female leads, and I'm I'm watching her who's, soak who's it the, up. Who's the woman? Not Grace Kelly. Who's the woman? It was Grace Kelly. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. God, I love her. Freaking gay. And the thing is, Grace Kelly's really underused in this movie. Um, God, and she's so even, she just she's so charismatic. You think about her in the like, rear window. Under, oh my god! Even completely underused. Even doing almost nothing in the film, you cannot take your eyes off of her. She's so yes. like just. Wow, yeah. but incandescent. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that is interesting. It's a slow moving film, but there's a lot interesting in it. And I watched my kid. You know, I, what I would like her to do is to end up being uh, the sheriff of a small town that that uh, that feels honor bound to uh, to protect the residents. Since she of can town. move up to Twip, I feel like I feel like uh, being a Jedi is kind of a dead end. That's gonna look that's gonna look good on your resume, but there's not a lot of opportunity to move up. Whereas being hmm. like a small town sheriff. Yeah, there there are so many small towns still in America that need the law, and what we need is uh, women with strong values to go into those small towns and 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 turn them around, get everybody vaccinated. Tough tough as nails, right? Tough as nails, but also Mm -hmm. hard, you know, heart of gold. Mm. So I'm, uh, you know, so I've I've been working this project. Like, all right, if we're if 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 we're gonna, um, like, if morality plays is what you're into, and we're not afraid of gunfire. Then let's. I've got a list of movies as long as my arm, of mm-hmm. movies that have uh, that have gun gunplay is the is the thing that scares people. Gunplay and heavy drinking. Um, but uh, but in, at their core, there's there's this you know sort of uh, whatever American messaging that so, is stuff we can parse at least. We can talk about it afterwards and say like, now what did that mean? What do you think that meant? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really excited about it. We get, we're watching Western. She's into it. And then she shows up one day with Harry Potter under her arm. And I'm like, what's, uh, what's, what's, what you got there? She was how, like, how that, how that, that's like the time somebody slipped a Barbie into my kid's life. How, <laughs> how did that arrive? Uh, I think that at some point, you know, many years ago, I went and bought all the Harry Potter books because I was, because she's avid 
and a, a reader, and I was like, Did you read those? I always forget. You're saving Shakespeare for prison, but you read Harry Potter in like a brig on a boat. Yeah, I was, I was, I was living at 118th and Lexington in uh, in what we called then Spanish Harlem. Mm-hmm. It was a hot summer. That's seven seven blocks from where Lou Reed used to get heroin. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he I would go up to Lexington one two five, and I would yeah, go up second Lexington. dirty more dead than alive. Mm-hmm. And um, no you know, shit, and so that's where you were reading the Philosopher's Stone, as they say. Yeah. So there, and there were some guys across the street every day that on an overturned cardboard box were uh, doing a shell game, and they always had a crowd. And they were, you know, it was like, you know, which one of these is the, sometimes yeah. it was cards, you know, which one of these is the jack, sometimes Find, find was, the lady, right? Something yeah, like that. Sometimes yeah. it was a red ball under a cup, whatever. They were always out there and they, there were always 25 people standing around. And I think 18 of them were, uh, were on, were playing for the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, Confederates, so to speak. But who knows how much money they were making. And so I would watch them for a couple hours out of the window and then I would sit and they had. It was Chris Cornelius' house. He and his girlfriend, or I guess maybe wife now, yeah. Uh, he and Alyssa had all of the Harry Potter books. This is 2001. And um, it was a hot summer. And there was one, they lived in a railroad apartment where the middle room had no windows. It was like, there's the, the one room, and you got to walk through the middle room, and then there's the other room. Oh, yeah, we get those here. Middle room had no windows. So Sometimes I would, they'll, have, they'll have like a light shaft, but like you don't see really anything. It's like a dungeon, basically. Yeah, got a light shaft, tell you what. <laughs> oh, boy. But so That's those a, two yeah. had to go to work, right? So they would go to work, and I would I'll sit just be there. here, staying in your house for free, reading your books. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll just take care of everything in the fridge. That Is this when you were writing the first record? I was writing the, the Long Winter's record. Okay. And I read all the Harry Potter books, and they're very, it's a breezy read and so forth and so on. And I know, you know, and I know that uh, J.K. Rowling is I know, is I know but they're, they're person, fun to but, read. They're really fun to read. And so she shows up with a Harry Potter under her arm, and I was like, where'd you find that? And she's like, oh, they're all downstairs. And I was like, what? Just out of curiosity, after all this time of you feeling like uh, Harry Potter was, was your dune – some baloney about the spice that you didn't want to get into. What's going on now? And she was like, eh, it's not bad. Yeah. And she reads it and then she reads the second one. Then she reads the third one. And every, pretty soon, anytime you see her, she's got Harry Potter under her arm and she's going down, you know, she's just ticking them off one by one. And I, I don't want to think that the reason she's doing it is that she is trying to get out of watching old black and white Westerns with her dad, where there's, you know, there's I think like she knows that would not be effective. An, an hour and 20 minutes of people looking at a clock and waiting for a train to arrive, and then three minutes of gunfire. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we've started watching the movies. We watched the first, mm. then we watched the second one. Oh, the third one's good. And the third one is in the queue. So we haven't oh watched. Oh my God, the third one is the best, the best, the best. Is sure. that right? Is that right? Oh. Yeah, it's... um. It's what's his name? It's um, the Children of Men guy, Coron. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's Children really, of Men. it's really well done. Well, you get you get a new Dumbledore. Uh, it's really almost like three different movies because by the time I always forget that like oh, there's also the whole bit with the time turner, and it's all like it's it's so fun and so well done. I gotta say, and and I don't I didn't want to say this, uh, but it's true. I I'm ready for a new Dumbledore. You know what I mean? Oh, is that right? Like, just you mean like beyond beyond the, the first guy and the other guy? I the the. Oh, double- you're saying after Richard Harris, you're ready for a Gambon to come in? I just feel like Richard Harris Gambon? is. Gambon is not- that his name? Yeah, it's the guy from the Singing Detective. It's the guy. What, the what's his name? Is but that it's not thinking of Michael Gambon. I see. I don't know. I've never seen the third one. But there's. Oh, you're telling me there are three Dumbledores? No, in no, this no. I think I thought there's, we were there's Richard Harris, whose son, by the way, is uh, is is the guy from Chernobyl. Did you know that? The guy, the guy uh, who played Lane in Mad Men, Jared Harris, the guy from Chernobyl. Did you know that Richard Harris, Richard Harris's son? I didn't know that, but you I know, just, just learned that. We just watched Chernobyl last week. It was the first time. Oh my fucking god! Seen. I just rewatched it a couple weeks ago. Hadn't seen it and just watched it. And uh, <clears throat> boy, talk about a television show that makes you sit around thinking about oh it god. when you're not watching it. I know, I know. <laughs> we, I, I made we, it up to this, the one where they go out, for, you know, the on dog detail. And it's just yeah. like, oh man, I got to really be in the right state of mind for this. We we uh, we talked about it the, uh, after every episode. It was like, what did you what did you dream about last night, Chernobyl? <laughs> what did you think about all day today, Chernobyl? Interesting. Absolutely. 
I mean, such yeah. a such an interesting. I read a review in the New Yorker where this uh, this uh, person who had grown up in Russia was giving Chernobyl a terrible, terrible, terrible review, just excoriating it. And hmm. I got to the end of the, and I was reading the article, and the whole time I was like, "What is your problem with this exactly?" And it, uh, what what it ended up being was that, and I, I was surprised the New Yorker published it because it was a bad review of Chernobyl by someone who was just mad that Chernobyl was made by people that didn't grow up in Russia. Mm. Uh, they, and they complimented the set design and all the, but they were just like that, you know, it was kind of like me reviewing a movie. Like they never would have said that. That character never would have said that. John Syracuse calls this the plumber problem. And it's like why there's so many things that are, I consider really, really good TV shows that involve something having to do with technology in general or programming especially. And he has a really hard time sometimes. Yeah. You know, again, now we're back to Letterman when he would have his movie reviews, like the 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 welder who reviewed uh, Flashdance and stuff like that. <laughs> like it's the plumber problem, though, is if you're a plumber, like, and you watch a scene that has bad plumbing practices in it, it makes it kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I was talking about this. Some, uh, somebody was emailed me today and and uh, asked actually his friend of the sh uh, a friend of the show. Uh, she emailed me and she was like, "Have you seen For All Mankind?" And mm -hmm. I said, I love the premise of it, but I watched a couple of episodes and it just felt like it was a show where <clears throat> some millennial showrunners were going to retcon history in order to make, uh, in order to make it better or, or, or I don't know what, like they were going to, they were going to, they were going to settle all past, uh, settle the family business. They were going to settle the family business, Strachy. except Except in the past, <laughs> they were going to, you know, like, like, uh, Von Braun was going to sleep Rickon. with the fishes. And, oh, I and I was saying. like this, you know, I want to entrust an alternate history to some showrunners that care about what kind of can openers they had in 1969. But I also want them to really care about 1975. And I don't want to just have mm -hmm. some showrunners take me to a 1975 that didn't oh, right. exist when they don't really know what the 1975 that did exist was like, don't, don't give oh, me. Oh, I see what I go through this when I hear people talk about Johnny Carson. Okay. And if you hear anybody under 32 or so talk about Johnny Carson, and I'm not here to defend fucking Johnny Carson, but like at least understand who the guy was and like him or not, what his utterly unreplicable importance for a generation or two of people was. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, Johnny Carson was this guy, I think he was like a comedian yeah. on TV at night. And you're like, oh. you yeah. know, it's just, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's, he was president it's, of the United States is who Johnny Carson was. He had to give up his peanut farm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just sent you a link. I, I don't normally like to be earnest on Maine, um, but they're the, the, Chern they're the Chernobyl podcast. Uh, oh. is extremely good. It's hosted by Peter Sagal, and it's Peter Sagal interviewing basically Craig Mazin, the guy who made the mostly made the show. And you go into, it's so good. It's really, really good. And they go into a lot of tales, like how did you decide that everybody, like the words, in the well, everything would be in Cyrillic, in Russian, but people would speak mostly with an English accent, like Skarsgård yes. notwithstanding. Yes. But just all the stuff that went into you know, thinking about that and what, what about this is true and did, were the three piles really like that and did this happen in that order and stuff like that. I think you would enjoy it yeah. if you enjoyed I, well, Chernobyl and you want to know the details. Yeah, Big fan of Peter Sagal, you know, as, as, uh, yes. as just a man in the world. But so in, in ordering these extension cords, mm -hmm. for some reason... I cannot tell you why. I put a hard drive in the cart. Oh, well, and maybe, it was the, maybe it was the force. Well, that's the thing. For 449 days, mm -hmm. my computer's been been giving me the nag flag. Nag flag. And what was it? Two days ago? Three days ago? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm running cords all over. I had a cord going to the kitchen. I got these cords that are dangling. You know, there's one that's coming down from a from a, a, like a light fixture, like I'm in the conversation and <laughs> it's in there playing your sack, staring up your apartment. And what, what <laughs> I, uh, what I want mm -hmm. is just three better extension cords. And all of a sudden I'm putting an STGX two zero 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 four zero zero in the cart. You put in your bass stick right there. I have no idea what is happening. I don't know why. What was the thing? Was it's it? Something has you. Was it 448 days of getting nagged? 
was it was it just a there was there was something uh, like a, like a really slow maybe, burning John maybe the nag worked but the thing is if the nag works yeah and it takes 449 days is that distinguishable from no nag is it distinguishable from oh, like if a, if a nag falls on your computer can your hard okay. drive hear it Thank you. Like, how is it different from just tripping? How is it different from you two just putting their album on everybody's iTunes? Maybe Amazon should just put a hard drive in everybody's Bastic Whoa. once Whoa. a year. Oh, I see. It just is auto in the Bastic. Because I we see. all it's need like Ben Franklin says, buy a hard drive every year. Yeah. If they don't know what it's for, you will. That's, That's smart. The, right? So, it's, nag it's like, to. Who okay. doesn't need to back up their computer? Who doesn't? Everybody should, really, everybody should do it. I'm going to, I'm going to stand it, yeah. out. I'm going to, I'm going to open the window and I'm going to go, I'm mad as hell. Who doesn't need to back up their computer? And then we'll see who, you know, I we'll see who honks. Hell. Who doesn't <laughs> need to back up? It's going to be a big, fat, big titted hit. I'm going to take this foot and I'm going to put it. <laughs> I can't do it, Sally. Up your ass. <laughs>